guys. Thanks for listening to the TNLA Green Report. This is the first episode in our board member spotlight series. I hope you enjoy it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and give us five stars. We do mention at the end of this episode, but there are three dates to keep in mind for TNLA members. On October 12th in Waco is the TNLA Grower Summit. On January 9th through the 11th in College Station is the Lone Star Horticulture Forum. And on February 23rd in Austin is the TNLA Legislative Day. We hope you can join us at these events. Thanks for listening. Summers in Texas can be brutal. But the cost of protecting your people doesn't have to be. Not when you join the Texas Green Industry Safety Group through Texas Mutual Insurance Company. With Texas Mutual, you'll get valuable guidance on how to protect your workers from the summer heat. Things like adjusting schedules so that your people can acclimate to the temperature gradually, and making sure your workers drink at least one pint of water every hour. Plus, as a Texas Green Industry Safety Group member, you'll automatically get a discount on your workers' comp premiums and have the chance to earn double dividends every year. It's a great way to protect your people and your business. To learn more, go to texasmutual.com slash texasgreenindustry. Well, thanks folks for joining us on this episode of the TNLA Green Report. We're going to do something a little bit different uh, this episode, and we'll actually be launching a series of episodes in, in this vein, where we're going to spend some time highlighting our members on the TNLA State Board, and who better to start that conversation with than our new uh, and uh, current TNLA State Chairman, Kevin Grossberg. Kevin, <laughs> thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you, Ryan. Happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about kind of how you came to be on the TNLA board. Congratulations on being selected as chairman. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, You know, I've been uh, involved with TNLA since the beginning of TNLA, all the way back to uh, I moved into Texas in 1981 and immediately became involved with the the TAN organization at that time. We even had a San Antonio Nurseryman's Association back then. I was involved with that and with talc and with TAN uh, because uh, folks at, uh, at, at the nursery that I worked for, which was Lone Star Growers at the time, were, were heavily involved in it. So mm-hmm. It was an easy transition for me to you know, take that on and become involved in, and at the regional level with, with those associations. So I've been involved with it for uh, quite a long time. <clears throat> I was asked in 2014, I think it was, to uh, consider coming on onto the state board. So that's when it, that's when it started. So I got on as a as a regional director. That's when it started. That's when it started. <laughs> that's when it all kicked off. <laughs> so you've been on uh, you've been on some time, and obviously probably seen some older members roll off and some newer members come on board. Uh, yeah. Why do you think it's important uh, to serve in the capacity on the TNLA State Board? Well, I think it's important just, uh, you know, to bring uh, industry experience to, to the board and, and to help bring along uh, the youth that is coming in and, and a little bit of the diversity that we have coming in on, on the board. And I'm really excited about being a part of being able to do that as as TNLA expands and and 
and and becomes the a newer TNLA for for the members and and uh, and and needing to uh, needing needing to bring those those members along and and onto the board to help guide us along. So, yeah, it's important for me to be a part of that. When you so you were involved um, with the organizations prior to the merger, mm-hmm. and so you've kind of seen where where uh, Tan and Talc and TNLA have been. Um, but as this chairman uh, for this year and kind of looking mm-hmm. forward, where's where's the organization going in your mind? Well, it's, uh, you know, and back in those days when it, it was TAN and, and the other organizations, it was, it was, you know, the association was very important to bring us together, network, the regional meetings, uh, the TAN Miss Lark show, uh, everything technology wasn't there at, at, at that time like it is now and so getting together uh, was was extremely important to be able to share products and ideas uh, and now with technology the way it is uh, and everything is just a, a push button away for a photograph and specs and and uh, availabilities and you know anything you need is is immediate so 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 now we need to continue to and we've done a really good job of it i think in transforming from that need to be hands-on face-to-face and and and, uh, adopting the technology and being able to guide uh the industry with memberships full support and help uh in in the direction that membership wants it to go yeah yeah well, and you mentioned the connections uh, that some of the opportunities TNLA as an organization offers uh, folks in the industry to come together, to network, uh, share products and services. And while some of that has changed as technology has mm-hmm. made that possible, um, you know, that's probably important. Uh, I think sitting through some of the recent presentations on the status of the green industry and we seem to be kind of approaching what might be a little bit of a generational shift um, or transition where folks who have been in this industry, started businesses, run businesses, um, are kind of identifying in some cases that next uh, leader in their business mm-hmm. or that next part of the generation to take over that business or sell that business to. And I think that TNLA will continue to serve an important purpose to be a resource to those folks. Would you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. And, and I think TNLA has done a fabulous job of identifying that. You know, prime example is the is the leadership boot camp that, that is going on and, and being able to bring along young leaders into the industry. Maybe a lot of them already have been in the industry, but, you know, create that, that leadership mold and uh, and help guide that along. It's been a great success. We're on our second, uh, second mm-hmm. round of boot camps now and, and uh, you know, what a great group of people we have this year in, in, in the boot camps. And, and so that's a, you know, that kind of leadership training, uh, mentoring uh, is, is extremely important. And it also is important even for us old guys to, to, uh, to get that input from this, this, this crew that that's coming up and through now, you know, they're, they're it's their call. It's, you know, they're going to call the shots here very soon. And, and so how do we help them get to what they're thinking of where they want this to go? Yeah. The, for folks not familiar, Leadership Boot Camp is a program run by the TNLA Foundation where 
folks in their career who are looking for some professional growth leadership training um, can participate in this program, get nominated, and their applicants are reviewed, and uh, it's a year-long commitment, and they go through a, a whole series of, of training sessions and events um, throughout the calendar year. As Kevin mentioned, we're already on our second year of this uh, cohort of individuals, and uh, there's a whole mentorship element to the program. Um, so for folks who are interested in the TMLA Leadership Bootcamp, check out our website and uh, take a look at it, because I think it, it made a real impact on the first group that came through. We got really positive reviews from folks who appreciated learning uh, firsthand, um, kind of just that thought process that folks in the industry have. It's not horticulture training as much as it's professional growth. And there are some folks, I think business owners um, in our industry and in our association who felt like this was an investment they were making in their people. Uh, you and I, Kevin, we were at that region meeting. And I think that, you know, that we tried to portray that message of maybe there's an individual in your company you see coming up and this is something you want to do to invest in them. It's such a great opportunity. It's such a great idea that uh, that came along here a couple of years ago to, uh, to be a part of that. And, you know, it's just part of what TNLA has been striving to do since, I, you know, even before, but since I've been on the board and, and we've been every meeting every year, we're looking at, you know, what's next, how do we go forward? And, and it's always about bringing in youth and getting the, you know, the new folks in. And, and I'm sure every association is somewhat the same, but, but uh, you know, we've had task forces and committees and uh, directors at large that are overseeing that sort of movement. And, and so it, it's really nice to see it coming to fruition where, it, you know, it's actually, it's actually happening. In, yeah. And that's just one example uh, there with the, uh, with the well, beyond that kind of what are what are the things you're looking forward to most in this year as chairman? That's probably what I'm looking forward to the most is, is just we've got several task forces and committees, uh, as always, uh, but the list is is very uh, compelling to me with the uh, nursery standards, you know, looking at uh, not redoing, but almost creating the, you know, Texas nursery standards. Mm -hmm. There's a few states that are very horticulturally uh, sound and have their own nursery standards, some extremely complex, uh, some very simple. We need to be somewhere in between on that and just come up with, you know, standards that, because I know, uh, from landscape architects to landscapers to retailers, uh, it would benefit everybody to have an expectation of what something, uh, the size of something is going to be, whether it's the size of the plant in relation to the container size, or if it's a tree and the caliper and, and, and the branching and rooting and whatnot. So uh, it, it's going to be fun. As a horticulturalist, it's going to be fun. <laughs> that and and uh, and see what we can come up with. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, you know, with the committees, the education committee ongoing, and 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 all those getting a chance <clears throat> this year to work more uh, up front with them. As is, you know, you can't be on every committee and every task force. But I guess as chair, I get to reach out and touch each one of them, and that's that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Well, and there's there have been some important developments uh, as it relates to education and certainly mm -hmm. certification 
with uh, TNLA recently getting the news that um, we were approved by the Texas Education Agency for their industry-based certification list, the IBC list. Kind of this all-important uh, list that means that if your certification's on it, high schools in Texas can teach that certification and they get uh, reimbursement and in probably in some cases, more importantly, it counts for accountability standards and that's an incentive for schools to teach it. Both the, and, and, uh, and feed those students our way. That's, that's right. Well, it's at least at the very least uh, exposure to opportunities in the industry they might not have otherwise seen. Right. It, it's hard. It's hard to get that exposure sometimes if uh, you know if it's not starting at the uh, at the at the high school or even middle school level. You know, kids aren't in the family of a nursery person, and you know they're probably not looking right at. For an industry that has labor problems. For workforce shortage, um, you know we're doing everything we can to try to grow a workforce here domestically, and uh, that starts. You know, you have and and the 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 staff has and 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 the board has been doing that for for quite some time. So it's nice to see that sort of developing now. You know, it takes a lot of hard work uh, for quite a while to yep. To bring this stuff around and 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 to be here still while it while it starts to come to light and it's pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah, well, it took it took a fair amount of lobbying effort. Uh, I, not really. I congratulate on, you on that. <laughs> I was going to say not really on my behalf as much as you know the two hundred and fifty members I think that all took the time to submit uh, our certifications for review. And uh, I think that sends a message. When you know green industry certs are certs are on the approved list, and here here come 250 businesses that say, "Hey, this is important. Add this to your yeah. curriculum." Um, that's right. That's right. And I get a chance then to go out into those schools and 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 participate with them, and, and you know, be be more of a presence to them. For folks who want to find out more about the IBC list, uh, you can go listen to the TNLA Green Report episode with Mike Maroney, where we discuss our effort during the legislative session uh, to get TNLA certifications on that list. It's uh, It was a fascinating journey. We're glad we're there, and we're already developing some more tools to uh, to allow teachers to help them make that a success. Kevin, what do, what do you, uh, you know, you, we've, you've been on the board. We went through covid Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, he went through the winter freeze, the winter apocalypse, uh, winter storm Uri. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're in a year un- unquestionably where we're experiencing a drought in Texas. Um, so what a time to, what a time to be coming on as chairman. It, of the it, board. You know, uh, it, it, it's always something in, in this industry. And that's what I, I think that's what keeps a lot of us here because it, it's different almost every day. Um, but it is, it, it's a challenge. There, there, this industry and and folks in Texas in this industry are are extremely flexible, you know, and and have have for years, decades, you know, overcome a lot, you know, even go back to the big economic downturns and you know oil busts and you know it goes back for a long time where we've always had to overcome something. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I think it always boils down to. People want their 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 businesses and their yards and their homes to remain looking as nice as they possibly can. And so there's always going to be um, an effort to to keep things looking good and and beautify. And and it's just a matter of 
how much can you do? How much can you afford? You know, what's available out there? You mentioned uh, Yuri, which was, I, I, I referred to it as the Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> we lost a lot of product in this state, a lot of product. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, I don't think we've still recovered fully from that. It, it you know, it takes years. Um, availability is becoming better. So, you know, the recovery is there. The bounce back is, is certainly at hand. Um, you know, now we go into the drought, I guess, you know, a lot will depend on what municipalities and water boards and whatnot are going to do. Um, you know, I think we've had a little bit of leniency from, from my area in San Antonio, from, from the water regulators here. Could have been much stricter already. They have uh, tried to Try to keep maintain some 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 steadiness to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, now we're getting some rain, and you know, who knows? It does it look like a wet fall? I don't know. But you know, you keep looking at forecasts until you find the one you like. That's right. Fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> it's all about the all about your outlook. That's right. That's right. But, do you see? Do you, you know, see we, we we keep adapting. You know, and even plant material keeps adapting. So. You know, we're seeing Texas more arid, so you know there's plant material for that. Sure. And and we'll just keep we'll just keep rolling with it. Well, those were some of the challenges I wanted to talk to you about, and maybe see you know what exactly you foresaw for the industry, and um, obviously there'll be impacts on uh, TNLA. But before we jump to that, you mentioned or you circled back to winter storm Uri, and I should. Uh, mentioned that the uh, USDA's emergency relief program um, has rolled out phase one for growers who were impacted by winter storm URI. If you had uh, federal crop insurance, you could have gotten a pre-filled application to participate in that. We're expecting this fall phase two to include nursery uh, growers um, who did not have federal crop insurance. And I think there'll be a fair number of those folks in Texas so when details for phase two come out, um, TNLA will be pushing out those to the growers. It probably, uh, it's, you know, probably a, a day late and a dollar short, but it is uh, a, a aid program that will exist out there for growers to try to help um, folks who have not been able to recover or recoup mm-hmm. some of that loss from the winter storm. Um, but challenges ahead. You know, we're looking at we're looking at water. You mentioned you mentioned that. Obviously, you're in the San Antonio region, and that's a one specific animal to deal with with saws and the city of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's there are water challenges across our state. Um, you know, and then you talked about a little bit about how that may be dictating plant pallets um, mm-hmm. and and the plant uh, effect. You know, I have listed here the economy, you know, what happens with the economy. You and I can't Always. speculate that today. <laughs> and then, of course, labor is the is the never-ending challenge, I think, that we continue to deal with. And and uh, a lot of other industries are joining us in that um, experience of, of struggling mm-hmm. to find adequate workforce. But I think that's one we continue. Did I leave anything off? I mean, are the, those well, are the Well, certainly the, the uh, you know, the way things are now, and this is fairly new to maybe 2022, late 2021, 22 is, 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 is that supply chain issue. And that's been a real challenge for, you know, starting with growers, getting the supplies to be able to grow the material needed in the landscape and the retail industry. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and 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 so it trickles all the way down you know as as does everything it's you know it's not just the you know the diapers and the bread that that short out there is you know it's, it's plastics and it's you know high costs on getting bamboo shipped in overseas and and you know all of the above chemicals fertilizers everything is in tight short supply it seems to be loosening up a little bit uh but as the supply loosens up the dollars still keep raising so it you know it's more and more expensive uh, yahoo we can get it but <laughs> sort of thing is it's uh but but it is it you know I think it's loosening up a little bit and I and and it seems you know you have to shop really hard these days and you have to have a lot of connections and certainly being a part of this vast association helps tremendously when you when you're having to when you're having to reach out and 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 find what you're looking for and, yeah you know, that's that's one of one of the many beauties of of being a part of this association is is to have all of those connections and you know at your fingertips i think that's why we probably saw the traffic that we did at expo the last couple of years and uh, why we had sold out uh, sold out exhibitor list uh this last year um that you know, and waiting a, list a waiting list for folks yeah. people are shopping people are having to look and they're needing those connections i think it makes experiences like expo where you've got a lot of potential vendors right in place and you're you're somebody who needs those inputs. You're somebody who needs those plastics. Those are all things you're, um, you know, you're looking to talk to those people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, and and I think probably some of what you're describing, I've heard Dr. Charlie Hall at Texas A&M mention this when we were out in East Texas at a region meeting about the de-risking of the supply chain and how we had mm -hmm. gotten really good at on-demand, um, mm -hmm. right? And COVID messed all that up. And so some to some effect, I guess the supply chain is you're you're probably buying more than you would normally because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna put yourself at risk and everybody up the supply chain is maybe doing it that is doing that same thing yeah you and can that's where some of that two or three price. times what you need yes that's right that's right uh, <laughs> and that's somewhere that that price increase comes so that may be a challenge we have to deal with uh, going forward but as as you stated I think long term people are going to continue to want to live in a um, pleasant, beautiful environment, and that's promising for the green industry. It is. It is. You know, along those same lines as as I had uh, this year, I was able to because of of connections and and associations through TNLA. When the supply chain, when I, I was able to get a truckload of a specific material, that was way more than I wanted to purchase, and way more than I needed. But because this opportunity fell on my lab, I was able to call somebody else and say, you want it, you know, do you want to help with this? And he said, yes. And I got somebody else. So, you know, it ended up three companies being able to take advantage of, of a great deal that came our, our way. So, um, you know, there's stories like that all over the place. It's, it's all about that community. And I think even in today's day and age, or especially in today's day and age is what I should say. Um, that's, I think that's an asset that associations bring Absolutely. to the table. Well, um, I, you know, in your, your chairmanship, we'll be entering the legislative session. It's going to start January. Um, you know, we'll be, we'll be heavily involved there. Uh, though I, you know, there's already some issues kind of 
coming to the surface as, as we get ready for January. And so I'm looking forward to working with you in that capacity as chairman Likewise. and of course the board as we weigh out uh, what direction we try to help lead the industry on and make sure we, you know, we get a favorable hearing with the, with the legislature. That, you know, it's always that, that great balance that you do such a good job with that is, uh, you know, what's best for the membership and how do we make what they're looking for in Austin work for us. We're lucky to have you, Ryan. Yeah, well, I, I enjoy doing it and I more, more so enjoy doing it on behalf of good the good folks that make up our association. Looking um, into the future, if you're having conversations with members mm -hmm. who are not, uh, or said industry members who are not members of TNLA, why should why should they be a part of the association? What's your what's your pitch as chairman? Well, the first pitch, and and not even as chairman, it it always has been what you just mentioned and and what you and the association works on legislatively, uh, because people who are in the industry but not members still benefit from that. You know that, that it's almost a free ride for them and. Well, that's normally my first statement is, you know, chip in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're benefiting from this, you know. We don't, we don't need a lot, but being a member and, and hearing your voice m means the most. And, and, and so, you know, we're, we're happy to continue doing this on behalf of the industry. You should be too. <laughs> I like that. And that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's number one. Number two is always just the, uh, the, the camaraderie and the networking that, that you get. You know, it, as, as much as technology has drawn us into the push button age and, and the point and click, it, it's still the face to face. It's still the handshake uh, industry that, that mm -hmm. it all been. And you saw that at, at Expo this year. You know, yeah. so happy to come together. And, and shake hands and give a hug and, you know, glad to see you, glad to meet you, finally, you know, so it, it's, um, so that, you know, that, that is, uh, is an easy pitch for me, you know, come along. Yeah. Well, and I think that, that, uh, you know, there's a lot of other ancillary benefits they get with membership, but those are two of the really big ones. It is for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think that makes sense uh, to build out that network and to help um, as we're we're working as an association to protect and promote the overall green industry. Well, I don't want to leave anything on the table. Was there is there anything else you'd like to discuss? Uh, did I did I leave anything off? I can't think of it at the moment. If you did, but uh, you know you know me, I'll call you in thirty seconds and go hey. <laughs> well, you're welcome to. I will say. Uh, you know, I'm sure Kevin, you'll you'll play a role in in some of the events we have coming up. Obviously, before the end of the year, the TNLA Grower Summit is coming. Absolutely, so yeah. I, actually, that was on my list of mentions. Was it? Okay, it, it did good. It did. We got to get the growers there. It's uh, going to be held in Waco. Uh, it'll be an excellent day of education um, at the Grower Summit, and then uh, we'll plan to join us in January, where we'll be Absolutely. in College Station for the Lone Star uh, Horticulture Forum. Um, it's going to be an excellent uh, opportunity of some more education. There's a component where students and uh, researchers will be presenting their projects. We're going to have a day of tours. It was so interesting last year with the students, and it was 
was... and I think I think more people need to know that that's going on. That that uh, if you want to peek behind the curtain in the sense of seeing some of the research before it's before it's really published or out there, in, you know the latest of of what's happening in horticulture related research. The students um, are kind of rolling that out, and the foundation has that student competition. Right. I think that that incentivizes. It's, it's the passion of that competition is, is <laughs> phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's a great time. It's a great. The summit uh, was a fantastic time, and it also is the culmination of the leadership boot camp. Wraps up there. Um, That's right. Well, fantastic tours around some of uh, some of the uh, industry leaders around the area there. Yep. Um, just, just a great, great time to come together. Yep, and the Teal Integral Awards will be held there at the uh, awards festival there in College Station. So you can find all this information on the TNLA website. Um, I, w- I should say, being the the legislative and regulatory podcast, TNLA Legislative Day is coming up. The we are the Texas Legislature will reconvene in January, and uh, TNLA is going to march on the Capitol on February twenty third. We'll have a hotel uh, for the night before, and we're going to do a whole day of um, briefings. We'll have a whole series of uh, meetings where folks can meet with legislators and their staff on the policy issues TNLA is working on. So grassroots are important, especially in this industry. It's going to be a good opportunity for members to engage in Austin and find out the work that TNLA is doing on the state level uh, on policies impacting our industry. So uh, keep an eye out for uh, announcements as it relates to the legislative day. Um, we've obviously got a lot of events coming out. Mm-hmm. So um, if you ever have a question, consult TNLAonline.org or give us a call at TNLA. Kevin, thank you so mm-hmm. much for coming on. My the pleasure, podcast. sir. Thank you for uh, stepping forward and volunteering to serve as the chairman of the organization. I know many, many folks are excited uh, to have your leadership, and uh, we look forward to the year ahead. Thank you, Ryan. It's an honor to do so. You know, motor vehicle accidents are the number one cause of work-related fatalities in Texas. Even a minor accident can have devastating consequences for your business, which is why you need to join the Texas Green Industry Safety Group through Texas Mutual Insurance Company. You'll save money and learn how to keep your employees safe on the road. Texas Mutual's extensive library of driver safety resources cover topics like seatbelt use, controlling speed, putting away cell phones, and avoiding driver fatigue. Plus, as a Texas Green Industry Safety Group member, you'll automatically get a discount on your workers' comp premiums and have the chance to earn double dividends every year. It's a great way to protect your people and your business. To learn more, go to texasmutual.com slash texasgreenindustry.